Hey there, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a life coach specializing in traumas and addictions. And today, I want to talk a little bit deeper about what do we do after the betrayal, after the breakup. We know that we need to move on, and we know that things have changed, but there's a part of us that still wants to cling on, even if we know that it's not helpful and downright hurtful for us right now. Well, I have some questions and I have some resources that will be able to help you put into perspective about what happened then in that former relationship and how you can move forward so that you're not carrying the baggage and the drama and the stress that came from that past relationship. So we're going to get into all of that coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. So glad that you are choosing to invest in your time and your energy and your personal development. I know there's a zillion other podcasts out there, but I'm so glad that we were in having this time with one another. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button. That way, as soon as I drop a new episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And for those of you guys who are also, again, new to this podcast, the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, it's not just designed for introverts or for entrepreneurs. It's designed for anyone who wants to improve how they live, how they work, how they play, and more importantly, being able to feel satisfied with life. Haven't you just seen so many people who are just literally existing and they are self-medicating with TV or booze or social media or whatever, and they're not being really clear about what... excites me? What brings me joy? And more importantly, how do I have healthy, honest conversations with people so that I can get my needs met, so that my expectations are realistic, and more importantly, so I can get stuff done? That is the conversations that we are having in here. So I'm just so excited that we're discontinuing the dialogue. And I'm so excited to hear from you if that is something that is of interest to you. So check out info.denisegelee.com slash connect. There you'll be able to read more about me, learn about why my life coach for entrepreneurs. Like that's a great question that you can pop on in and find that out. Why is this so important for us to communicate? Glad you asked. I'm all about communicating with love. You can learn more about that. Also, you can be able to join my free weekly mailing list. Yes, I drop them every Monday morning and I just like to pop into inboxes and just give some really refreshing and honest and candid conversation that you could be able to be fueled and pumped for the rest of your week. So because who doesn't need to feel excited about life when so much is going on with politics and climate and all sorts of stuff? Whatever stresses you, we're going to just take a pause button and just think about objectively, how can we center ourselves? How can we be able to be at peace within ourselves? And that's kind of what I love to do in my free weekly mailing list I drop every Monday, as well as some very helpful resources. Also, you can be able to check out anchor.fm slash Denise G. Lee. There you'll be able to send me a voicemail message. I'm always excited in hearing back from you. And when you send me a voice message, please let me know in the beginning or at the end of the voicemail message whether or not I have permission to air your message in an upcoming podcast. So I just want to make sure my I's are dotted and my T's are crossed on that. 
Okay, and lastly, if you have been enjoying this podcast and you've been enjoying all these conversations that we've been having, these wonderful, fabulous, honest, clean conversations, please be sure to share this podcast with other people. That way it signals to them that you are intent about communicating with love and obviously getting your needs met. And also it signals to other people that this is a podcast that's worth listening to. So I just want to thank you in advance for doing that. We're going to continue this conversation about what to do post-breakup. I shared a very candid conversation I have with one client named Greg, obviously not real name because I believe in protecting people's privacy, but this idea of like what happens after the breakup, how do we learn to love ourselves? And the first part of the conversation that we have, as you may recall, that we talked about understanding, well, why in the world would we be attracted to someone who's manipulative, abusive, dysfunctional? Like, why in the world are we doing that? Glad you asked. The reason why is because there's something that was in ourselves that needs to be healed. We attract the hurt that needs to be healed. I know it sounds kind of weird. Like, why would I attract people that cause me pain and confusion? Well, glad you asked. It goes into our life script. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes below about life script. We unconsciously want to have resolution in all areas of our life, including the things where we're painful and just crazy, the things that we couldn't understand. So we unconsciously attract the people that remind us of unfinished business that we had from our past. And so there's no real person out there who's intentionally trying to be a jerk or a bitch or whatever. People hurt people, hurt people. And we attract people that re-engage those old wounds so that we can find that resolution so that we can be able to heal it once and for all. I remember I was reading a tweet, by the way, I'm on Twitter at Denise G. Lee, and where I'm, I'm just tweeting all sorts of stuff about relationship and love and communication and all that fun stuff. But anyway, I remember somebody uh, tweeted the, uh, the a few days ago that the best way for you to live your life is to evict toxic people from your world. And here's the thing. I I, I remember there was a little pushback with myself and some other people uh, in the comments about that. There's no such thing as people intentionally trying to be toxic. What happens is people via miscommunication or inner conflict with them themselves create miscommunication with other people because of their own unresolved issues. So it's one unresolved issue versus another person miscommunicating. It equals a whole bunch of of confusion. And so what this whole conversation about is post a breakup, post just after the storm of just going through a tumultuous relationship or whatever you're going through right now, please understand that no one's purposely trying to make your life feel like hell. I just want to just emphasize that above and beyond over and over and over again. I I was, I don't know, for those of you guys who have been following me uh, uh, on energy, my Marco Polo share cast, I also that you can be available via info.denisegeely.com slash connect. And I talk about, you know, kind of some of the pain and experiences that I had about as a 40 plus year old woman wearing a braces and the pain and discomfort of like, oh gosh, I don't want anybody to see all this metal in my mouth. I don't want anybody to think, am I too just grown for that? And for a lot of us, we try to cover up things that 
or a parent that we need to work through and, and, and so that we can feel better about ourselves and obviously we can be in better help. And, and so it may make us feel uncomfortable to share about, hey, I am struggling with certain issues. Yeah, I'm going through certain stuff because a lot of people don't want to admit that because it's kind of like an, uh, I, I, having your, a cat expose their belly or, or, or any kind of animal source expose their underbelly soft spot it could be where all the organs and all the sensitive stuff is like no one wants to show their their soft underbelly their soft spot to anybody because they don't want to be injured they don't want to be threatened and so as you're listening to this conversation I don't want this just to be like well this was great I'm going to go off and do something. I want you to be able to think about who can I talk about this issue a little bit further. We are only as sick as our secrets. And so I I don't care if it's me. I don't even care if it's somebody else. Just have that conversation about what happened in that past relationship that's really hurting you. Show off your vulnerability you might be able to encourage other people. Like I've, I know I've definitely encouraged people with my getting braces. They had orthodontic issues. They're going to get braces, you know. Show off the things that you're doing to get well. You might encourage other people to want to get well themselves so that we can have more and healthier people that don't intentionally, unintentionally cause conflict with other people. Just keyword unintentionally. Most people don't wake up and think to themselves, I want to be an asshole today. Like it doesn't happen. We're all trying to do the best job that we can. And because of insecurities or fears or past pains or whatever, we end, end up and unfortunately create conflict. So let's just get back into this conversation about recovering after the de- betrayal, recovering after the demise of the relationship. It's not an easy subject, especially if you are tethered with another person via kids or a business or other situation. I remember I was talking with a young lady the other day and uh, she's 21 years old and she was just telling me that she really has a hard time dealing with her child's father. Her, her, her daughter is two years old and only calls her father by his, his name, his like first name. And she already has contempt for him because it's very clear to the daughter and everyone else that the 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 father is only more con- concerned about video games and his dogs and nothing else kind of that's called arrested development but anyway i remember just talking with this 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 young woman this young mother and she was saying like i just don't know how in the world i could be able to find a quality spouse. I don't know how I can be able to just feel good about being around men because it just seems like all the men around me just want to play games. All the men around me are immature. They either want to do drugs or they just want to play games. They don't want to do anything seriously. And it's just so hard, especially now I'm just trying to just do my thing, raise my child and just be a good example to her. And I'm not going to sit here if you're in that same situation, if you're a single parent or you're tied and to say, well, just put on a happy face and you'll be okay. And that they'll be able to also be able to in kind be mature and responsible. That ain't going to work. So let's just keep that 100% real and say that even if you're getting well, there is no guarantee that the people around you can be either cherishing your feelings or respecting your thoughts. There are some people who 
are very insecure and very nervous because they aren't doing the inner work that you're doing. And the best way that they can feel good about themselves is to be able to arouse negative feelings so they can repeat the same dysfunctional dynamics that they have had with you in the past and probably currently with other people. Look, here's the thing. Most people who are hurt and going through pain, they need playmates who are also in hurt and pain. And as you're thinking about the demise of the relationship and you're like, okay, how do I relate with this person? How do I be able to conduct business either with childcare or whatever? And the the most important thing that you need to understand, and I just want to just scream this from the the rooftops for anyone else, (laughs) is that it's all about boundaries. And boundaries meaning what will you tolerate? What will you not tolerate? What is acceptable for you because oftentimes when I hear people say I just I'm going mad I'm going crazy like they're foaming at the mouth irritated every time you think about this person and the reason behind it is that boundaries were not accepted I was talking with a client this morning and she was telling me this guy that she is dating he calls her every single morning and he expects literally downright expects to talk with her for an hour a day in the morning. And he's like, and she's like, what do I do? I really just want to go out for a date. But it seems like he only is interested in is just having conversations on the phone. And she says that she feels really confused because on their first and only date that they had, the her date said more or less, you're in control, you're the boss. And usually when I hear in that, those situations, I, I, what I'm hearing is a very feminine man who wants a more masculine woman to take care of her. And so the power dynamic has totally shifted, especially if a woman wants to defer to a man's leadership and not have two competing, conquering, controlling personalities. Because when you're competing, you, and, and inevitably leads to conflict and then it kind of results into the end of the relationship. But anywho, this particular client I'm, I'm, I'm talking about didn't define any boundaries. She was just so afraid of having him run away, having him leave, that she was just tolerating things. And tolerating is basically half accepting and half rejecting. And we, in order for us to live happy and fulfilled life, we need to either accept or reject, but never tolerate things that cause us consternation and frustration and irritation. So what I want you to do right now as you're listening, you're thinking about one particular person. It doesn't even have to be in the romantic, but especially, especially people who are romantic, who are tethered together with businesses or jobs or other type of obligations. Ask yourself, what is the bare minimum are you needing to interact with? And why? So many of us actually have set up these entanglements when in fact we can outsource it to a lawyer or accountant or to somebody else. We don't have to deal, but if we do, and what capacity and for what, how much time frame, we don't have to interact with people long term for a continuous amount of time that just make us just go off the wall, make us feel bonkers. You don't have to do that. And and even if you do do that, you're basically flooding your body with stress hormones like cortisol and norepinephrine, and you're literally killing off your T cells. You're and you're going to literally cancer train. You're getting your body literally physically ill. I remember thinking about another particular client. She was so stressed dealing with an ex husband of hers that her hair was falling off in chunks because she was trying to not get 
anything less than what she thought she deserved financially or what other in, in other areas. Listen, you have one life to live, my dear. And one life doesn't involve you going bad crap, crazy, trying to fool with people on things that are not necessary nor needed. And so maybe you need to have a conversation with yourself and say, okay, what do I really need to talk with about this person? And this is what I encourage you and I encourage all my clients to do is be very clear in the beginning of the conversation or heck, even before you have to do anything, make the appointment. What And this is, I'm going to give you a following dialogue and you can practice this. You can rewind this recording and listen to it again. But what I want you to do is first and foremost, I want you to ask politely, hey, I have a concern about insert subject, is now a good time to talk about it? Because if you just say, hey, I want to talk to you about something, what do you instinctively think? It's something wrong, right? But what if you prep someone in their mind, okay, we're going to be talking about the dogs. Is now a good time to talk about it now? And so you're giving people the space to talk about it. And and then they say, no, now it's not a good time. I say, okay, this is important. By what time can I talk with you about it? I will need 15 minutes, 20 minutes, however long you think is appropriate to have this conversation. Because again, as if we're going to have boundaries, we're going to create that boundary. That also includes creating boundaries about how you interact with somebody. In the past, we have miscommunicated with people where we just let people talk on and on and on, or we ourselves were fumbling and stumbling about what we wanted to talk about, but now we know a better way that we can be able to communicate. And being communicating is actually setting that criteria, making an appointment, literally an appointment about the subject, date, and time about what we're going to be talking about. So let's just say that we're going to be talking about the dogs right now, okay? Hey, honey. I really care that you love the dogs. Give them a stroke. A stroke is another way of giving them a compliment. Make them feel good about themselves. People don't want to hear upsetting news if you just want to ram into all the things they're not doing right, how they're messing up. Nobody wants to hear it. So I want you to say, hey, honey, I really appreciate you caring about these dogs. However, and then I want you to literally state not what you want them to do, but I want you to state how it's impacting you. But when you choose to walk the dogs at 5 a.m., it bothers my sleep or whatever the problem is. And I want to know what can we do so that I feel better or if you're a female, I feel better because as females, we're connected with our instincts, our feelings, right? And as for a man, that what can we do, actions, intuitive thinking, right? So that we can do better and have that dialogue either with a man to a woman or a woman to a man. Or if it's two females, literally, how do we feel better? If it's two guys hanging out, is how do we do better? Or if, you don't, if you're not wanting to get into feelings, to just stick with... What can we do so we can do better? And keep it focused on the end result. I don't want to go into this blaming or shaming or if you did this or you should do that. This should be a collaborative experience so that we can be able to communicate better with one another. Too many of us have escalated things into monstrosities because we haven't been able to communicate well with the people that we have to interact with.
Now, this conversation that I said about how to communicate with someone, that's assuming that you have to interact with them. But if you don't interact with you, them, if you if they go AWOL or they just or MIA, AWOL means absent without leave, military terms are MIA, missing in action. They're just leaving, they're departing you. Like, what do you do? And that is really a, a, a very good point to make because sometimes we're not even able to talk with someone. Maybe if they, they choose to block us from their phone or they refuse to answer our text or voice message or they suddenly blocked us on social media, what do we do? We feel a sense of disillusionment. Like what, what in the world happened? You're like, you're almost feeling a sense of shell shock. And that disillusionment can lead into despair because like, oh my goodness, I really care about them. I really want to connect with them. And then that despair is not dealt with. It will lead to depression because we're trying to suppress all the anger and the hurt and the shame. That's why it's called depression because we're trying to smother it all up. And if we're not healing from that depression accurately and, and doing it, when I say accurately, I mean saying being able to assess how we feel in relation to what actually happened. But we're not, if we don't process it in a healthy way, it can obviously lead to deception where we're easily preyed upon other people who are, could could potentially be psychopaths, sociopaths, or narcissists. If we don't get the inner work with, done within ourselves, then we can fall prey to someone who is far worse than the person that we were, we were tangling with to begin with. And that's why I have amazing attitude. That's why you can inquire, inquire working with me directly because for too many of us, we haven't done that inner healing work and we can fall ourselves Pray to predators. There's just no other way that I can summarize it. So what do we do? How do we resolve these issues? Well, the first and, and most important thing is I want you to identify the true source of the pain. I don't want us to get in a conversation with saying, well, he didn't do this for me or he didn't do or she didn't do that for me or I thought that we were going to live happily ever after. I want us to really under, move away from the generalities and get to the specifics. What exactly happened? Give the hows, the when, the where's, the who's, the what. And I want you to have complete ownership because if we're not owning exactly what happened, we can get ourselves into a far worse situation and hooking up with a predator and also or, being, or get into addictive tendencies because we're trying to uh, drown away and and sugar or booze or other mind altering chemicals or, or distractions or whatever, we need to be able to dive deeper into what really harmed us. Because sometimes our hurts are so overwhelming, we can choose to kill or destroy what good is really happening right now in our lives. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be able to be very clear about that. And the second thing I want you to do is to process your hurt with God, or if you don't believe in God, a higher power greater than yourselves could be nature, mother earth, the universe, whatever. When we create that space, we create that distance, it helps us to rely less on the frailties of of a man or a woman or whoever, and more on the bigger picture. You know, even the things that happened to you five years ago, of course they felt, or even presently right now, of course they sting. And I'm not going to sit here and say time heals all wounds. It doesn't, especially if it was traumatic, if, especially if it really rocked you right down to the core. I'm not going to sit here and minimize that. And so when we have a power gradient into ourselves or a, a something bigger to help us understand 
that this is part of a greater picture of, of your, the tapestry of your life, then you can be at least be able to put in context and be able to help and share that message with other people who have experienced something similar or if not worse, okay? You know, my my son and my husband play this little fun game where my husband gets a picture and he zooms all the way in. Like he'll take a picture of someone's face, but he'll zoom into a cheek or zoom into a nose or an ear, eye, but and he'll say, "Who or what is this? What is this?" And then, as my as my husband slowly uh, zooms out and out and out and out, there's a bigger picture. And what he, my son guessed it was in the beginning is completely not what he sees at the end. And so when we're asking a power greater than ourselves to help us put in perspective and may be able to not eliminate the pain, but at least put it into proper context. Okay. And if you're not ready for God or higher power, then at least give yourself the space and the time to process it without self-medication or distractions, AKA drama. And the last thing that I want to say about dealing with the hurt and the pain of a past relationship or just any type of, you know, relational conflict, uh, romantic relationship conflict is being able to forgive and re-engage. As I mentioned earlier, we are as sick as our secrets. And if we don't allow ourselves to forgive, and again, forgiveness is not absolving someone of what they've done, okay? And forgiveness is not uh, asking someone to make amends for us. Like, that's not what it is. Re-engagement, sorry, forgiveness is all about us being able to remove them from the jail cells of our heart so that we can be able to live and be fuller and freer. Too many of us are literally wardens of a prisoners in our heart. And have you ever just thought about someone's name that caused you a lot of pain of past lover or past relationship? And you're like, oh, you just feel your blood burning as soon as you think about that person and what they did and what they or they what they didn't do and how they betrayed you. And parts are they're not even knowing that you're going through all this emotional grief and turmoil. And if anything, you are suffering and they're going about their their whole life completely oblivious to all the things that they're going through. So or what you're going through rather. So I really want you to ask yourself like, okay, am I allowing this person to continue to put me in a perpetual state of hurt and pain? Or or am I going to choose to allow them to be released? And then, and only then, can you be able to re-engage, but not from a standpoint of allowing them back into your life, allowing them full access to you emotionally, physically, financially, whatever. Obviously, that's, again, we come back with those boundaries, being very clear about what we will allow, what we won't allow. And just because they're grinning, they're nodding, they're smiling, they're pretend- and they're saying, oh my goodness, I, I, I'll never do it again. Trust is always earned never given freely. This is a time you're going to have to ask yourself, why did I give those boundaries away? Why, did I hadn't, why didn't I have any boundaries? Why did I give away my goodies and my toys or whatever freely? This is a time, again, we go back to the inner work. We understand, was it from relationships with my mom or my dad or, or whoever about what I thought I was supposed to be doing? Those are the questions I really want you to ask yourself. Those are the things that will help you to re-engage and not repeat old and dysfunctional habits. Now, I know I said a whole lot about a whole bunch of things regarding post-betrayal, but 
and and learning to re-engage. But the most important thing that I want to share with you is a couple things is that first and foremost, you can control the level of engagement that you have with someone, but please do it respectfully so that we're not getting into this he said, she said business, or it's your fault, or this is what I, I demand you do. But I want you to take full ownership about how you interact with people and not giving fuel to the fire so that it can con- continue the snowball of more dysfunction. Because look, here's the thing, hurt people hurt people. And people who are truly have unresolved issues are can't wait for you to start up the game of drama and conflict. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. You have other options. And I want you to be able to be informed and ask yourself, okay, what is really needed and necessary at this point? How do I really need to interact with them? Do I have a need to interact with them at all? And how can I be able to release them from the jail cells of my mind? How can I be able to rely on God or a higher power, the universe, the mother earth, or mother earth, whatever you want to call it, so that I can be able to live my best life? You deserve to live a healthier and happy life. And that requires you releasing that energy so that you can be able to be happy. Now, is this easy? Is this simple? Is this something that like, well, poof, you know, you know, you're over it. No, heavens no. This is going to take some time. And that's why I have Amazing Attitude. That's why I have my one-on-one coaching. That's why I have these resources that help really dive more into that. Because here's the thing, if you don't learn from your mistakes, you're doomed to repeat that. I don't know any other way to say it. And I don't want that happening to you. I want you to be able to have healthy relationships with people where both of you are clear and things just get done smoothly and without conflict. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. What did I say that really popped in your mind? I'd love to hear from you. Send me a message via anchor.fm slash Denise T. Lee or send me a message via info.deniseTLee.com slash connect. You'll have a little link where you can contact me. And I'm always excited to hear from my listeners and you know people who are just interested in personal development. So if you like this podcast episode, please be free to share this and write a review, all that fun stuff. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.